And now, for the show reflecting on classic radio, Hollywood 360, with your host, Carl Amari. I can see you right now in the kitchen, bending over a hot stove, but I can't see the stove. Who knows what evil lurks in the hearts of men? The shadow knows. <laughs> Would you mind telling me whose brain I did put in? And you won't be angry? I will not be angry. Abby someone. Abby someone. Abby who? Abby normal. What do you do, Carl? Carl is a inventor slash entrepreneur. Yeah, I'm still looking for that home run, you know? I mean, when I saw the iPod first time, I was like, you know, I could have kicked myself. That was so hard on him. What's your name? Carl, my name. Atomic batteries to power. Turbines to speed. Roger, ready to move out. Hello, everyone. I'm Carl Amari, and this is Hollywood 360, the radio show that presents all things entertainment, including trivia contests and games, movie reviews, celebrity interviews, showbiz news, and classic radio shows. My co-host is the quintessential Lisa Wolf. In this hour, Ed Archie Gardner stars as uh, radio's favorite comedy show Duffy's Tavern from 1950 but first it's name that tune Lisa Wolf Cullen will play short clips from Tina Turner songs and a Hollywood 360 listener contestant and I will try to name that tune right Lisa that's right and Mike thank you I'm enjoying the newlywed game uh, song in the background and our contestant is John from Chicago hey Hey, John. John Hi, Carol. Hi, Lisa. How are you? Hey, we're good, John. We're good. We're going to play a little Name That Tune. You up for some Tina Turner? All right. All right. We'll see how it goes. So uh, we are going to honor Tina Turner and have a little fun with her music. I will play a clip, and you just shout out the title of the song. I don't know any of her songs. You do. I promise you do. Okay. Here's the first song. I'll give it a try. Okay. (laughs) Left a good job in the city. Um... This is one of her. Proud Mary. Proud Mary is right. Wow. So this is 1971, originally recorded by, do you know? It's a group that you you really like. Yeah. Originally recorded by. Rolling Stones. No, it's Creedence Clearwater Revival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, And then Tina Turner covered this song and it became, you know, one of her signature songs. Proud Mary. Proud Mary. You All guys right. know this song, John, right? I got one there, John. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You'll do better this time. All right. Here's a new song. Oh. This is from 1984. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. Uh, uh, dan- dancer. Something dancer. Um, tiny dance. Oh, my God. No, that's Elton John. <laughs> oh, who, who is it? Oh um, this is definitely not Elton John. It's not Tiny Dancer? It's not. That's an it's Elton John song. Oh. <laughs> close to that. Um, it's, it's not. It's not? It's not even close to that. <laughs> but you guys are not I'm, on the right I'm track. following John's lead I know. Here. Terrible. Here we go. Come What's on. What's love got to do with it? What's love got to do with it? There it is. Does it count? It right. counts. Oh. 
Yep, what's love got to do with it? This was a massive hit for Tina Turner. It I earned know, her I'm so bad Yeah, so Me many too, Grammy God. Awards, including Record of the Year. Really? Where were you in 84, guys? I was in college. I was in high school. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll give you a pass on that one. <laughs> I was playing baseball at Triton College. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right, well, uh, we're going back to high school again, John. All right. All right, one more. Okay, Next song can, is uh, from yeah. high school, 1984. Come on, yeah. John, I'm rooting for you. You don't think of right. them as human. You don't think of them at I'm your I'm your private dancer. Yes, it's Pri- private dancer. <laughs> so I think that's what you were thinking of with Tiny Dancer. You know, John, this Prevagen, I'm on. You know, it's a great, it's great, man. It makes you remember things. I would have never remembered this. My wife, my wife is listening, and she's so embarrassed with me right now. <laughs> It's okay. We're not embarrassed for you. This is the title track from her album, Private Dancer. Private Dancer. Listen to those vocals. Thank you. It's close to tiny, but it's different. (laughs) Oh, I know. I hit the wrong thing. It's a little different. Children. (laughs) It is. All right. Oh, you realize how many great songs she had and how many top hits she had. All right. All right. All right. This next song is 1985. Hmm. We're still in high school. All the are tasks is building the end. We don't need another hero. There it is. What is it? Yes. We don't need another hero. All right. This is the song that was featured in the movie Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. Oh, yeah. All right. John's on the board. Here it is. I got it. Oh, it's coming. Hero. All right, your wife doesn't have to be embarrassed anymore, John. That's right. Oh, right? <laughs> you can hold your head up high. <laughs> <laughs> Thunderdome. There it is. All right. All right. All right, you're getting a little older here, John. 1989. Okay. All right. All right. No idea. Me okay, either. John will know it. No, yeah, you do. Give it a second. You do. It's literally one of her most beloved songs. Really? Yeah. You just haven't gotten to the chorus yet. It's coming, guys. Here I don't know. Oh, simply That's the, the title. Best. Simply yeah. the best. I am. Thanks, Lisa. Better than all the rest. Thanks, Lisa. I was talking to John. So complimentary, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I'm simply the best. I definitely wasn't speaking to you. Absolutely never. Never, ever, ever, never. (laughs) You guys are great. Thanks for making my drive into work. Uh, (laughs) Wait, we've got one more to go here. Nobody got that one. One more. Okay. Yeah, one one more. more. Here we go. Come on, John. Here we go. 1966. You'll know it. No idea. Have you heard of this song? No. Oh, really? I don't know this song. Do you know this song, John? I don't think so. Okay, well, they just said the title. It's River Deep, Mountain High. No. It was... But I've never gotten it. All right. Well. Well. 
You guys, John Charles, did, did you great. keep score? I got three and John got one, but that's okay. all right. One. Fair that's enough. All, right. all you need is one. <laughs> but I'm going to send John some fun CDs that I know you'll enjoy. Uh, Twilight Zone radio dramas, John, coming your way. All right, buddy? Very cool. Thank you so much, well, guys. And thank you for being brave really and calling nice. in. <laughs> You're a fun thank player, you. buddy. Take care. Thanks for having me on the uh, It's our pleasure. When we come back, Ed Archie Gardner stars as Archie, the manager of Duffy's Tavern. Stick around. More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-494-8310. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-494-8310. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-494-8310. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. All right. Great comedy show, Duffy's Tavern. It was a fly-infested dive on 3rd and 23rd Streets in New York City where the elite meet to eat. It was such a great, funny show. And you know why it was so funny, Lisa? Because they had incredible writers, and they had a huge writing staff. You know, all kinds of great writers, including Abe Burroughs, and future MASH writer Larry Gelbert, Dick Martin of Rowan and Martin's Laugh-In. I mean, you know, he, uh, Ed Archie Gardner, he knew how to get great writers. And um, this show was just so popular, set in a tavern, and there was all kinds of uh, people that came by. It was a lot of fun. This is a broadcast from September 21st, 1950. Special guest is Barry Nelson, and Ed Archie Gardner Decides he's going to buy a radio station. Let's tune this in. Part one of Duffy's Tavern. Blatt's beer is on the air. Blatt's beer is everywhere. Blatt's Milwaukee's finest beer brings you transcribed Duffy's Tavern. Starring Archie himself, Ed Gardner. Duffy's Tavern, where the elite meet to eat and drink Blatt's beer. Archie, the manager speaking. Duffy ain't here. Oh, hello, Duffy. Uh, business? Well, we had one customer yesterday and one customer today. <laughs> huh? The same one? <laughs> Duffy, our customer should live that long. <laughs> well, you know, all business has its ups and downs. It's... This just happens to be a big day in our downs. <clears throat> uh, well, tonight, uh, we got Barry Nelson, the Hollywood Simona star, coming down. 
very handsome guy, Duffy. Huh? What's he got that you ain't got? <laughs> well, uh, hair, <laughs> looks, personality, and a neck. Also, the dames go for the cleft in his chin. <clears throat> you got three clefts in your chin? <laughs> Duffy, when they run sideways, they ain't clefts. <laughs> well, look, why don't you come down tonight? We're starting a sidewalk cafe with the chairs and the tables out in the sidewalk. Yeah, we're moving the inside out and calling it the outside in. <laughs> you don't like it? Well, don't blame me, Duffy. It was our landlord's idea. <laughs> well, why don't you pay the rent? I know it's revolutionary. <laughs> Duffy, I agree it's against our policy. But, Duffy, huh? Stop arguing I'm fired? Hmm. Oh, yeah? <laughs> What's the trouble, Mr. Archie? Ah, it's that Duffy again. Why I work here, I'll never know. Especially the way this job is affecting me social life. How do you mean? Well, take my girlfriend. She's ashamed of me. Hmm? For years, she's been urging me to quit tenant by here. She says it just ain't respectable. Well, which girlfriend? Peaches Latour, the fan dancer. <laughs> she's so embarrassed about my job here, she introduces me to her friends as Archie, the unemployed chicken plucker. <laughs> So I've been thinking it over, Eddie uh, How long can a guy be a failure? How old are you? <laughs> I've had enough of this I've decided I'm uh, really the executive type So I'm gonna quit Say, Archie Yeah, Miss Duffy, and this time I mean it But Mr. Archie, what other kind of a job could you get? I can handle other jobs, Eddie, with the experience I've garnished work in this place. Such as? Well, me experience shaking out tablecloths. <clears throat> that could easily lead to a career as a bullfighter. <laughs> and you have other talents in that direction, too. <laughs> Look, Miss Duffy, the point I'm making is that one of these days I'll be an executive and have my own business. What do you know about being an executive? What's that to know? An executive is a man who has to be very pompous and dignified and usually very stiff. <laughs> uh, he has to be uh, culpable of making quick decisions, like whether to take uh, two or three hours for lunch, <laughs> whether to order one or two bottles of Blatt's beer. I see. Among other things, he has to figure which secretary he has to chase around the desk. <laughs> and uh, before so doing, whether to swivel his chair clockwise or counterclockwise. Mr. Archie. Yeah, Eddie. You better hide the cash register quick. Here comes that crooked pal of yours, Slippery McGuire. That crook has the nerve to come back here? Well, well, Archie, pal of my cradle days. Well, well, Slippery McGuire, the guy that swiped me cradle. <laughs> Well, Arch, admit it. At least I was the first guy to put you on your feet. <laughs> but you didn't have to steal the safety pins and leave me holding the bag. 
here, Raj. What do you got against me? What about that airplane you rooked me for? That helium copter? And the time before that, when you sold me that phony perpetual motion machine. You mean the perpetual motion machine didn't work? It did not. Did you wind it every hour, like I told you? <laughs> well, no. And why not? I don't know. I guess I just forgot it slipped. Arch, that proves you're a born executive. No mind for details. <laughs> Funny thing you should mention of me being an executive. I've just been saying the same thing myself. Well, it looks like I've timed it right, too. Yeah, huh? Arch, say that again. Yeah, huh? What a voice. <laughs> what a voice. Funny it never dawned on me. No, huh? What a sensational voice for radio. <laughs> yeah, huh? What a voice. What resonance. What authority. Arch, did you ever think of becoming a disc jockey? Well, I was thinking more of becoming an executive. Oh, uh, well, in that case, how would you like to be the first disc jockey to own his own radio station? Slip. Where would I get a radio station? Radio station? Arch, what a small world we live in. Guess what I got outside in me truck. No. Yeah. But no, I could never let you have that magnificent equipment. Well, Slip, why not? A very convincing argument, Arch. <laughs> so I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll give you a break. You can have it. And at retail. How much? Fifty bucks. Can you shave it a little? How much? <laughs> Eighteen bucks? <laughs> Not in a million years. That's all I got, Slip. Hey, on second thought, in a million years, that equipment might be obsolete. <laughs> it's yours for eighteen bucks, pal. I'll go out to the truck and bring it in. Going to that radio business, I gotta figure out some theme songs for the sponsors. Uh, now, let's see, for Schimmelbach or the Baker, we could sing uh, Shortening Bread. <laughs> for Johnson's Pet Shop, uh, Trees. <laughs> let's see, for Cavendish the Undertaker, let's see. Uh, How about two minutes of dead air? We ain't gonna have no dead air, Eddie. This is gonna be a high-class broadcast station. We're gonna advertise quality products. Like what? Well, like Platt's beer. Uh, listen to this commercial I just wrote. Uh, folks, when you want something delicious and refreshing, have a Blatt's beer. Thank you, Archie, me boy. I don't mind if I do. <laughs> See the value of advertising? <laughs> Serve Officer Clancy a uh, Blatt's beer, Eddie. Oh, thank you, Archie. Boy, am I glad to be off duty. I've been walking that beat all day. Huh? Tough on the dogs, huh? Archie, I'm telling you, at night when I get home and pull off me shoes, it takes me feet ten minutes to stop spreading. <laughs> hey, Archie, what's that you got there? It's a radio commercial I wrote for Blatt's beer. Radio commercial, is it? But how does it go? Well, first I say Blatt's is a wonderful beer. It not only has a wonderful flavor, but in sales, it outstrips. Hold on, Archie, just a minute. What's wrong? You can't say that word on the air. What word? Outstrips. Well, then we put it different. 
We say Flats is the largest selling beer in Milwaukee. Hold on, Archie. What's wrong now? That word, Milwaukee. What's wrong with Milwaukee? Archie, it's obvious. What do you think of when you hear walkie? <laughs> walkie, uh, uh, legs. See what I mean? <laughs> you can't say that on the air. Well, suppose I say Blatz is the largest selling bear in a certain city in Wisconsin. Archie, that's the worst one yet. Wisconsin? Yeah. What are the last three letters in Wisconsin? <laughs> I see what you mean. <clears throat> but, Clancy, that had ruined the commercial. All it leaves me is just uh, Blatt's beer. Well, that's good enough for me. So long, Archie. <laughs> well, I guess you're right, sir. And Eddie, you know he's right. That's good enough for anybody. Eh, well, it uh, looks like I'm all set for my own network. Now, which sounds better, uh, Eddie? Uh, Niles Archie or uh, Archie Paley? <laughs> well, Archie's in a broadcasting station. Ain't it a beaut? Broadcasting? Slip that little box there. What do you want for 18 bucks, page boys? <laughs> I know, slip. Look, Arch, a man with your scientific mind knows that size means nothing if the transmitter has a built-in oscillating thermostat with a hydromatic turbine. Well, that's true. Uh, by the way, has it got uh, killer cycles? A very shrewd question. And the answer is no. The stations with the killer cycles work on AC or DC. What does this work on? Kerosene. <laughs> I just wanted to see if you knew. Uh, well, here's the 18 bucks, Slip. Thanks, Arch. Well, so long, kid. So long. Wait a minute, Eddie. Hmm? Look over there. Where? Yeah, that guy that just come in. I think it's Barry Nelson. Yeah? What makes you think so? I don't know. It's something in his manner, the way he walks, the way he acts, the way his necktie lights up and says... Barry Nelson stars <laughs> stage, screen, and radio. Hello, Archie. Hello, Barry. Lisa Wolf, star of stage, screen, and radio. What is this for? You're reading <laughs> my resume. <laughs> That's what I just said about Barry Nelson. And you've been on stage. You've been on screen. That's and you're true. on radio. There you go. So Tri- you're a triple threat. You're pretty famous. Yeah. I should raise my rates. Or infamous. I need to raise my rates. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be right back with more of Duffy's Tavern. If you enjoy classic radio shows like The Lone Ranger, Sam Spade, Burns and Allen, Have Gun, Will Travel, Gangbusters, and Sherlock Holmes, become a member of the Classic Radio Club. Each month, you'll receive 10 half-hour classic radio shows along with historical liner notes. The 10 shows will be on five CDs or via digital download, whichever you prefer. You'll also receive an email every week with a digital link to the full five-hour Hollywood 360 radio show and the 30-minute Radio Rarities podcast that Carl Amari and I co 
co-host. In total, you'll receive 34 classic radio shows per month. Become a Classic Radio Club member at ClassicRadioClub.com or call 815-900-7535 to speak to a live operator. Log on to ClassicRadioClub.com or call 815-900-7535. That's 815-900-7535. Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. Before we get back to Duffy's Tavern, want to remind you to sign up for the Classic Radio Club. If you're not a Classic Radio Club member, we sure love you to be. And we have this club that we formed here at Hollywood 360 called the Classic Radio Club. Each month, you'll receive 10 classic radio shows on five CDs in a collector case with a 12-page booklet detailing all the shows, and they sound amazing. Uh, Lots and lots of your fellow listeners uh, are Classic Radio Club members. About every 30 days, you'll get a new five-CD set sent right to your home and uh, 10 new Classic Radio shows. And when you are a member of the Classic Radio Club, you get tons of other fun stuff like our free podcast that comes to you. Um, via email. It's part of the whole Classic Radio Club program. You get this show sent to you along with Radio Rarities and uh, lots and lots of other stuff. And if you're like Lisa and don't want CDs, you could join the digital program, right? You get everything sent to you via email on links that never expire. So if you want to learn all about the Classic Radio Club, go to that website, Classic Radio Club. Dot com, Or you can call a number and talk to a live operator, which will uh, happily explain anything you want. Any questions you may have will be answered. Call 815-900-7535. That's 815-900-7535. And if uh, a live operator does not answer, just leave your phone number and return uh, or your name and your phone number and they'll return your call. Um, yeah, the Classic Radio Club is sort of an internal sponsor of the show here. It helps keep this show alive and well, and being a Classic Radio Club member is very much appreciated. ClassicRadioClub.com. Right, Lisa Wolf? Right, Carl Mari. Yeah? All yeah, right. whatever you say. It's always right. With Autolite. <laughs> Mike sent me the With latest Autolite. Classic Radio. You know, we're... I, I should say uh, the radio latest rarities. radio rarities. Yeah, we were listening to it on the way in because uh, we carpool, Lisa and I, and we were listening to it's uh, a good one. Yeah, I'm not going to say. It was a good one. Not going to say what it is, but um, and then Monday we're recording five more shows. Ooh, gosh, it's a big day. It's a lot of Carl. Time. I'm with you all <laughs> night here on the oh, radio. No. Uh, you all and Mike, long. and then Monday. You, we're all getting together at the studio and recording five more. Yeah, you ought to serve lunch, Carl. Yeah, I'll we make, should grill. I was going to say, I'll have some. I'll have some catering, you know, brought in. That'd be even better. Thank some, you. <laughs> some pizza. All right, we're listening to Duffy's Tavern. Funny episode, September twenty first, nineteen fifty. Here's the conclusion. Well, welcome to the tavern, kid. How come you never been down here before? Well, I just. One of those things. <laughs> what do you mean, what things? Those things. There, there goes one now. <laughs> Quick, Eddie, the DDT. It ain't here. 
What happened to it? Those things ate it up. <laughs> well, uh, Barry, now that you've seen the place, I guess it reminds you of them swanky eating places in Hollywood, huh? Yeah, now that you mention it, the tavern does remind me of the inside of the Brown Derby. <laughs> inside of the Derby? Yeah, the sweat van. That old Hollywood humor. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've been reading about your new movie, Barry. Uh, what's the name of it again? Uh... The Man With My Face. Oh, yeah, that's right. Did you ever drink? No, thanks. Oh, then would you uh, like to meet some of the gang here? Oh, who's first? Let's see. Uh, eeny, meeny, miny... The arch. Schmo. <laughs> Say, uh, Arch, tell me, that drink you offered me, did I have it? No yeah, Well, I need it now <laughs> Hey, Arch, this guy's face looks familiar Well, it should, Finnegan, he's a movie actor That's right, Arch I know him all right, but I just can't think of his name Well, I'll give you a hint It's a combination of the names of uh, uh, Barry Fitzgerald and Nelson Eddy Barry Fitzgerald and Nelson Eddie. Oh, gosh, well, well, Eddie Fitzgerald! Finnegan, <laughs> it's Barry Nelson. Oh, oh! Uh, are, are you the man with my face? I hope not. <laughs> so, uh, you know me from pictures. Oh, yeah. Uh, ever since I seen you on the screen, I was dying to meet you. I see you made it. <laughs> By the way, which of my pictures did you see? Oh, all of them. Guy named Joe, a yank on the Famer Road, wing victory. I sneaked into every one of them. <laughs> you sneaked into the movies, spinning it. Don't you know that crime don't pay? So what? Neither do I. <laughs> well, how, how'd you manage to sneak in, Finnegan? How I managed to sneak in? Well, it's a bit of a trade secret, Barry, but I... I guess I can tell you, me method is your beauty. Well, uh, how, how does it work? Well, t I saunter up to the door, man, very nonchalantly, of course, <laughs> and I, I kick him in the chin. <laughs> then what? Well, if luck is with me, he punches me in the nose and knocks me flat. Well, how does that get you inside? Barry, a high-class theater ain't gonna leave something like me laying around in the lobby. <laughs> <laughs> then he, no wonder your face looks like a double feature. <laughs> you know, Barry, <laughs> when a mind like Finnegan has, ain't there some job in Hollywood that he'd be fitted for? Yeah, yeah but they got enough producers out there already. <laughs> mm -hmm. I see what you mean. Uh, look, will you beat it, Finnegan? Okay, but where'll I go? Join the human race. <laughs> It went that away. Say, <laughs> uh, Archie, uh, introduce me to Barry Nelson. Uh, oh, okay, uh, Barry Nelson, the man with my face, uh, meet Miss Duffy, <laughs> who's stuck with hers. How do you do? I'm happy to meet you. Well, uh, pleasure is mutual, I'm sure. <laughs> Gee, you're cute. <laughs> Thank you. And you have such a manly face. Thank you. I, may I say the same for you? 
Mr. Nelson. Uh, uh, Mr. Nelson, uh, I have a problem. Just, uh, just one? I've been trying to get a job in Hollywood. Do you suppose you could help me? Well, I don't know. Uh, what what uh, could you do? Act. Just, just listen to this. Peter. Peter, give me that letter. Do you hear, Peter? We're through, Peter. Do you hear? Washed up. Do you hear? Finished. Do you hear? Well, do you hear? Looks like Peter ain't got his hearing aid to <laughs> Miss Duffy, where did you learn to act like that? I paid $100 for a course in acting, and already I've been taken for Betty Davis. You've also been taken for $100. Look, Miss Duffy, you're excused, please. All right. Good night, Barry. Goodbye, Miss Duffy. Skylar 45098. Well... Thank goodness that's over, but I'm glad you're here tonight, Barry. You know, I just become the proud owner of a new broadcasting station. Well, that's wonderful, Arch. Where's it located? You're leaning on it. <laughs> and guess what? I'm going to be a disc jockey, and I'm going to be different, Barry. Not like the rest of them disc jockeys. What are you going to do, ride at side saddle? <laughs> Now, quiet, everybody. We're about to go on the air with the new radio station. Eddie, as soon as you hear the time signal, start the opening announcement. Ladies and gentlemen, this station operates on an infrequency of kilocycles with more power to the authority of watts than is authorized by the FCC. <laughs> that makes it sound official. And here he is, your favorite disc jockey... Peter Piper himself, Archie. Thank you, Don. <clears throat> Good evening, ladies and gents. This is your friendly friend, Archie, the disc jockey. Before we start this mighty fine little old radio program, a word from one of our sponsors. As you know, this program is sponsored by Third Avenue's leading merchants. So, to lovers of good music and pumpernickel... <laughs> We suggest Ludwig Schimmelbacher's Bakery. Ludwig Schimmelbacher, the baker. Remember the spelling. B-A-K-E-R. <laughs> and for a real goodie, try one of Schimmelbacher's homemade pies. Yum, yum, yum. <laughs> so the next time you're thinking of eating pies, remember... L-S-M-F-H. L-S-M-F-H. Alice, MFH, Ludwig Schimmelmacher, makes fine huckleberry. <laughs> so don't say bread, say Schimmelmacher. And now, folks, I would like you to meet our guest star tonight, none other than our guest star, <clears throat> Mr. Barry Nelson. Hello, Barry. Hello, Archie. And now a word from one of our sponsors. <clears throat> folks... Do you feel tired, sluggish, run down? Then here's a friendly suggestion. 
See Cavendish, the undertaker. <laughs> Try Cavendish's new layaway plan. <laughs> and folks, don't envy Cavendish a customer. Be one. <laughs> Remember, Cavendish coffins are spot welded. No metal can touch you. Uh, don't forget, folks. Save the box top. And now back to our guest star. Uh, 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 tell me, Barry, what was you saying again? Uh, well, uh, the name of the picture is The Man With My Face. Thank I... you, Barry. And now, a word from one of our sponsors, Third Avenue's famous voice and piano teacher, Yasha Panyaslavnik. Here is one of Yasha Panyaslavnik's star pupils, Miss Duffy, who will render us with a song. If you please, Miss Duffy. <laughs> Not a thought, not a care, with a heart, never dare I am free as the sea. Like the lark, who at dawn, Mr. Dark, Mr. God, do I sing merrily? With a laugh and a dance, my delight to a trance, for I do not but glee. And the words that I bring, and the theme that I sing, and the song of a heart that's free. <laughs> Panya Slavnik can do the same thing to your voice. <laughs> and now, back to our guest, uh, Barry Nelson. Well, the man with my face is a picture of one of those guys... Who's uh, here just a second, Barry. Uh... <laughs> Not another word from the sponsor. I uh, forgot one of the main features. The poet's corner. The, po the poet's corner? Yes, sir. Uh, Maestro, some soft music, please. Folks... As we wend our way down life's beaten path, tis whence that cometh through the twilight. I hark me to the merry voice of the lark as it twits and twills at eventide and says, quoth, Be brave, O sailor lad, be brave. Signed, Nick Kenny. Yes, sir, Barry, it's great to have you in the studio. Uh, go ahead, Barry, take over. Well, my new picture... Archie, I want to talk to you. Oh, hello, Mr. Clancy. Archie, what's going on here? Nothing, I'm a disc jockey. I got my own broadcasting station. Have you got a license? A license? Oh, no, I ain't, frankly. I... Then it's either $5,000 fine or five years in jail. Why didn't you tell me about this license, McGuire? Just a second, officer. I defy you to prove that this is a real broadcasting station. 
Slip. You mean to tell me you sold me a phony broadcasting company? You dirty crook. Of course it's a phony. Ah, it's you're an old pal of mine. Do you think I'd place you in a spot where you could be put in jail for five years? Do you? Well... Now apologize for calling me a crook. Well, I'm sorry, Slip. <laughs> Does that answer your question, Clancy? We wasn't even on the air. Archie, you're smarter than I thought you were. <laughs> well, Archie, maybe it's just as well we weren't on the air. Why, Barry? People might have been listening. <laughs> Good night, Archie. Good night, Barry, and I hope your new picture, The Man With My Face, is a big success. <laughs> See, now, for that broadcasting station, maybe I should have hired a name orchestra and a singer, maybe a comedy theme. What are you doing, Mr. Archer? Trying to figure out why my radio program was a flop. A flop? You wasn't even on the air. Don't bother me with technicalities. <laughs> yeah, what we need is comedy, you know? That's something to make people laugh, like Jack Benny. Uh, Jack Benny? Uh, that guy never made me laugh. Well, you ain't got no sense of humor. It goes deeper than that, Archie. I ain't got a radio. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, what do you want to do with a radio program anyway, Archie? Well, a radio program, I could tell people about things that's important, like Blatt's beer. Oh, that's silly. What do you mean, silly? Because everybody knows about Blatt's beer. Yeah. Sure, Archie, everybody knows that Blatt's is Milwaukee's finest beer. Well, that's right, but... Uh... That's right, Mr. Archie. Everybody knows that Blatt's is the largest selling beer in Milwaukee. Well, yeah, but... And uh... all through Wisconsin, too. <laughs> yeah, but... So what do you want to tell people about Blatt's beer for? That's a good question, Miss Duffy. One I'd like to answer, if I may. You see, Miss Duffy, one of the things that makes America great is its freedom of choice. We're all familiar with the four freedoms, but few of us ever think of that other great freedom, the fifth freedom. Freedom of choice. That, Miss Duffy, is the freedom that permits you and Archie and me and every other American to buy the product, the brand of beer or butter or baked beans you want to buy, instead of the brand some dictator dooms you to buy. We have to keep on telling people about Blatt's beer, Miss Duffy, just because that freedom of choice exists. It's that freedom, folks, that permits different brands of beer to be brewed in America today. It's that freedom, friends, that forces Blatt's to compete constantly for your favor by making sure that the quality and good taste that makes Blatt's Milwaukee's finest beer is maintained. That's why we have to keep on telling you that Blatt's B-L-A-T-Z is Milwaukee's and America's finest beer. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company. There's a very funny episode of Duffy's Tavern. Very few Duffy's Tavern episodes were not funny. So, uh, I mean, great writing, great acting. Uh, September 21st, 1950, Ed Archie Gardner, who created the show. He was the producer. He was the head writer on the show. 
and uh, worked with a um, a stable of of actors who uh, I should say of uh, writers who were in- incredible. Um, and uh, sponsored by Blatt's Beer. Hope you enjoy Duffy's Tavern. All right, time for this month in music history. And this song goes back to 1979. Oh, yeah, this is Devil Went Down to Georgia. And this is, um, this is a fiddle. Charlie Daniels Band. Exactly. Written and performed by. Yep. Huh? You impressed? Well, I did this song for the newsletter, so I taught you. I don't read your newsletter. Yes, you read this one. I don't read. I don't read what you write for the newsletter. <laughs> well, that's a shame. <laughs> that's a shame. Maybe you could do learn something. Do you read something. my articles in the newsletter? No, I you don't. I I usually kind of skim them. You They're don't. Usually, yeah, no, I do. Um, this is from their 1979 album, Million Mile Reflections. My articles are a little short and sweet. Yours are kind of they're not long. wordy. No, they're not. They're wordy. They're very short and sweet. They're lengthy and wordy. No, they're mm-hmm. not. Yeah. I knew the song. I knew the band. Huh? Huh? I, and I know the fiddle. <laughs> it's a great song. It is. It's really something. Boom. Blast it, Mike. Blast it. Nothing like it. All right. When we come All back, right. it's more of Hollywood, Hollywood 360. 360. Stick around. More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. In our next hour, it's the Jack Benny program from 1950, and we'll play Is It Real or Is It Ridiculous, the music edition. That is right, and I know you love cars, and you dream about having a nice car someday, and these are all going to be songs that are used in car commercials. Oh, okay. We'll see you soon. Hi, I'm Lori LeBay, and I wanted to tell you about Alzheimer's Speaks, which is another great podcast. You see, my own mother lived with dementia for 30 years, and I felt lost. Did you know every three seconds someone in the world is being diagnosed with dementia? Odds are it's going to hit your families too. We want to help you connect to services, products, tools, research, and stories so you can be prepared. Please subscribe to Alzheimer's Speaks on your favorite podcast platform. 